Alright guys, how you doing? This is a Tool Truck Talk with me, Nick Burrell, the authority on tools and everything tool related. And uh, like we always say, we're just uh, talking tools. And today, we have, for episode 5, I named it, Let the Bridges I Burn Light My Way, But Please Make It Rechargeable. And the reason why we're talking about lighting today is we have a very special guest here, a good friend of mine, and one of the uh, innovators and leaders in the lighting industry, Luke Tucker from Easy Red. All right, and uh, I've known Luca. Uh, I mean, it's got to be six, seven years, maybe something was, like that. I was going to say twelve. Twelve? That's yeah. twelve years. I, but, know, I think we've known. Yeah, you're the, right. Yeah, I've seen you at trade shows a long time ago, but and I always stuck out a little bit, right? At trade shows. Yeah, very much. So. We, we make we make our presence known. Yeah, the Morello <laughs> crew like. Oh stand shit! Out. Here comes those Jersey guys. Mm. It's like, oh fuck! What are we What are we going to tell these guys to leave us alone? Usually, all have matching shirts. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Did you like the Hawaiian shirts this year at the, I loved them. the Tool great. Convention? Yeah, we, uh, it was funny. We were at the tool, we, we go to a big tool show. It's the one in Florida, ISN. And uh, the owner of the company is probably a bazillionaire. And like when we walk around, we walk around like we own the joint. And this year we had uh, Hawaiian print shirts on. And he stopped in his track. He's like, guys, I got to get a picture of you. Well, yeah, man, no problem. But uh, yeah, so we like to stand out and make our presence known. Okay, so back to lighting. So with Luke Tucker here, he is uh, he works for Easy Red. And it's a family-owned business, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask him some questions so he, you, we can bring you guys up to date with Easy Red. Uh, how long has Easy, been, Easy Red been around? 1966 was when it was when it was started. Nice, and it was started by who? By my grandfather. What was his name? Walter Tucker. Walter Tucker. I like that. Kind of a quick, funny story about Walter. T- oh, tell us. Those. People knew him as Tommy Tucker. Tommy. When I was growing up, they called him Tommy, but. I always wondered why he signed his name Walter Tommy Tucker, but that wasn't his middle name. So the story is, when he got home from the war, he he had a blind date with this lady who lived the next town over. And on his way over, he's with his buddy, and he says, uh, what if I don't like this girl? <laughs> he's like, I'm going to change my fucking name. I, I'm going to give her a fake name in case. And I guess there was a, a band, and like Tommy Tucker was the musical guy or something in the band that's so he just said i'm gonna call her i'm gonna say my name's tommy so if i don't like her she can't find me now look is this your grandmother let me finish the story <laughs> you prick so he goes they go on the date he introduces himself as tommy she, so next date she's introducing him to his parents and her friends as tommy and after a few dates later he's like listen i gotta tell you something <laughs> he's like my name's not tommy it's walter but it's stuck and yes, it ended up. They ended up getting married. It was my no grandmother. Shit, that's awesome. They were married for seventy-two years. No shit, yeah, God so bless them. Kind of cool. And I'll tell you a quick little side story. We'll, you know, we'll get back on track. But we went to visit Easy Red a couple years ago, and uh, Easy Red is a very gracious company. They give my family uh, a weekend getaway once a year up in uh, Deposit, New York. Lovely piece of uh, American landscape. The West Branch Anglers. Yeah, and we go fishing. We do we, we do a fly fishing trip. We stay on the river. It's really nice. We drink a little. We drink a, we drink yeah, a lot. Yeah, a little bit. We drink a lot. There might be like a brewery or two up there. We drink a lot. <laughs> but uh, we, the first time I walked into Easy Red, we walked into Luke's dad's office. What's your dad's name? Mark. Mark. He's a really nice guy. And uh, he on the wall, he, and you guys, most of you guys know we're big World War II history nuts, me and my son. And uh, we see a, there's a plaque. And I'm like, oh, Luke, that's your grandfather? And he's like, yeah. And they have a plaque of his grandfather when he served in World War II. And it's cool because his grandfather was in the uh, North Africa campaign, mm-hmm. yep. and he's got a fez. And a lot of guys, when they were in the North Africa campaign, they all bought fezes and, and warm. Or acquired them. 
Which I, or acquired them. Or acquired them. But like that, it's a funny, it's a funny piece of history. Like a lot of you know guys don't know that, but like these World War II vets that you know when they were in service over there, they seen this this silly red hat. They had to have one, and they all you see pictures of them in the battlefields on tanks with the red fez, and his, he's got his grandfather's hanging in the office. Yeah, I didn't know that part of this until you yeah, told me up yeah. there. Yeah, that's cool. But that that's that's what they did. Matter of fact, when we do we do reenactments, a couple of our guys wear fezes. <laughs> oh, cool! Because yeah. yeah, we we do big red one, and they were in North Africa. My grandfather was a, de- a code decryptor, something with a. He was in charge of like changing the Morse code here and there every mm-hmm. day, you know. So he was in the uh, Signal Corps, I think, right, Nick? I believe so. The Signal Corps, and that was a big part of World War II. The Signal Corps was huge back awesome. then. And his grand, your grandfather was old, was older in World he War II. He was older, yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, I think he was in his, his 30s, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so he was an older gentleman. Most World War II vets were, you know, 17, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And he was an older guy. And this guy went to war for this country, came home, went back to his where he lived originally, the Paz New York? Or no? Where his family moved to, yeah. He okay. wasn't born there, but mm-hmm. yeah, he was born down in Pennsylvania. And put his roots in, started a business, mm-hmm. and the business has thrived since 1966 mm-hmm. until present day. And uh, so, Luke, answer your question. And I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you, why is the name of the company Easy Red? Well, talking about my grandfather, he would go to shops and sell, you know, he had a mobile tool truck. It was a Volkswagen van. And he would sell spark plugs, ignitions, tools. Um, but he was really he into... He was a jobber, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah. Jobber. He was really into batteries and power. He actually had a uh, electric car in 1989. Really? Which, yeah, really? so he was into it, and he sold a lot of hydrometers, the glass bulbs, mm-hmm. and they were really hard to read. They had those little disc gauges that always get stuck on each other, So, and it's glass, and I know technicians are very careful with all their tools, but some, sometimes they do drop, and what happens to glass when you drop it? It breaks. Oh, yeah. So it was a bad product. So he designed a hydrometer made out of ABS plastic. So it's clear plastic, and you drop it, it doesn't break. Mm-hmm. But his pitch was, it had one gauge in it, so it was easy to read. So when he was doing his sales presentation, he said easy to read a lot. So one day, he's like, you know what, I'm selling a bunch of these. My company's going to be called Easy Red, nice. kind of like a play on words, so it's pretty and cool. Is that the same hydrometer you guys are selling today? Um, almost, almost looks identical. identical. Okay. Yeah, same exact part number. Okay. Yep, same it's exactly. made almost the same way. We use the same machines and things to put it together, so... Now, do you manufacture them? I know at one time you manufactured in New York. Well, we had injection molding. We had three injection molding machines, but as we were getting bigger, we were running out of space. Mm-hmm. And there's a company north of us about an hour that does injection molding. We sold them the machines at a good price. So they do the injection molding, deliver them to us, and then, yeah, we... So uh, still all made in the USA? Oh, yeah. Tariff-free tools. You heard that here first, guys. <laughs> right? Not, yep. not tariff-affected. I like that. Right. So, Luke, what's your official title at Easy Red? Myself, I'm, I'm just a salesman. Well, not just. I mean, I'm I'm a salesman. Mm-hmm. Um, I sell to all of our professional customers, um, all the mobile tool guys. Um, so, just sales. Just sales. I, I am an owner of the company, but uh, my job is sales. Okay. They pick the good-looking guys to do this. Well, I mean, hey, listen. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I you know, I know you spend a lot of time on the road, you know. So, uh, and I just want to say one thing, guys. You know, like a lot when you deal with Easy Red, not only are you dealing with like an, a, you know an American company that you know has roots here, you're not dealing with some corporate 
conglomerate bullshit. You're dealing with a family, the Tucker family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's Luke's dad. It's Luke. You know, it, and like everybody, yeah. If you ever meet anybody from Deposit in New York, just say, "Hey, Easy Red," and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I used to work there." Because the whole town comes through there eventually and works there. It's just you know we have we have a house up in New York State, and like there's there's one bartender, and she's crazy, but I don't. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that another another story. But like she was from Deposit, she's like, oh, I'm from Deposit, New York, and I'm like, oh, you know Luke Tucker? Uh, of course I know Luke Tucker. Everybody knows Luke Tucker. But Luke Tucker, like he's a man's man too. He hunts, he fishes, he drinks, he drives a pickup truck. He is he is he is a man's man. He's not some corporate guy in a suit, you know, caring about you know his margins. You know he cares about money. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure he does anyway. But I mean, like you know, you're you're dealing with the with a with a 100 percent red red blooded American, you know, you know. So he's 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 a, he's definitely like a mechanics man, you know, not some fucking lather ass in a suit wearing a Rolex with fucking loafers on. That ain't gonna happen. Oh yeah, I know everything about the tools. I went to yeah. college. Yeah. I'm sure Luke's first job was sweeping the fucking the, the uh, shipping department floor. Yeah, I, I used to run the. Uh, well, I didn't run the injection molders. I was too young. But there were fiberglass parts. Our our five hundred five. Our our better terminal cleaners, mm-hmm. they would come out of the injection molder and you had to separate them. And they were fiberglass and it was like, I would get out of school and I would come over and whoever was working the separating part was like, yes, Luke's here. Get over here. Come <laughs> on. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've swept the floors. I've worked in a factory. I mean, I, I liked working when I was in school. I mean, I played sports too, so I, I didn't do it all the time. But my first, we were looking the other day, my first W4 was 1992. And I was 12. <laughs> and it's like, because I'm like, you know, I still claim fucking single. No married, no kids. So I'm getting a lot of tags taken out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Michelle, I got to update my W-4. And she's like, the last one you did was 1993. It said my wage was four twenty five an hour. <laughs> it was great. Oh, man. All right. So uh, I got some more questions for you. Sure, bud. Uh, do green tools matter? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, one thing you you realize, and you have to realize it being in sales, it's like, just because you don't really get it or, or it, it doesn't make sense to you, like a product, like, I wouldn't buy that. Or why is, oh, absolutely. Why is green so far? It doesn't matter. Because, uh, you know, people like that color green. It stands out. You don't lose it. You see it. So have green tools been successful for you? strangely very much so yeah it makes like i said it doesn't make much sense to me it, it's funny how, how we how we got involved with luke a little little more is i was i was uh i was i was sitting at a bar actually at a cigar bar i just got the, i just left an mta meeting military transportation association of america left the meeting and a couple guys were talking about easy red wrench racks and one of the guys was like hey can we get these made in green because at the time they were only made in red and blue so I, so one guy was like hey can we get these made in green so i said let me, you know, I got Luke's telephone number. Let me fucking send him a text. So I, I, I sent Luke a text. I'm like, hey, dude, any possibility of getting these wrench racks made in green? And he's like, hey, listen, bro, I'm on a page. I see what these guys want. I'm already done. It's already done. I got 5,000 wrench racks coming in tomorrow. You better, uh, my next order, you better fucking sell these. I'm like, all right, buddy, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, try, to, we'll try to get the word out, you know. But that's how we uh, got the whole green thing kicked off. And ever since then, I mean, you've made a few green products. Lights, we yeah. made, you made green. yeah. And, you know, the guys, you know, you know what it makes, like it makes sense. You got toolbox, you got four or five guys in the shop. It's like, my shit's green, you know, don't touch it. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a cool, bright color, you know, it's uh, I dig it. I get it now. Before I was like, why do a bunch of 
men yeah, care about fluorescent green. Like, come on. But why would they want that? Blue, too, they seem cool. to like. Blue. Yeah, I'm surprised. The blue is a big seller on the truck, believe it or not. Yeah. My customers in my route aren't big green guys. They really aren't. You know, I know yeah. on the page, guys love green. Like they don't really, I mean, my guys don't, guys care. don't really care. My guys don't care. But for some reason, when they see when I put a blue light on my on my, my desk area, you know, that's the first one they grab. Hmm. And they always say to me, yeah, dude, get the blue one. It matches your eyes. That's my line. That's my line. That's my line. All right, so we're going to cover the history. I, I figured since we had the, the, the... Yes? Before we move into our first segment, let's yes. just... Uh... Uh, cut the um, uh, live stream. We so, cut the live stream. It's fine. Yeah. You I got, got some questions. The, yeah, guys, have you have, is there questions on here? Uh, I got some on the email. Okay. Uh, not really, but I mean, we got some. I got some questions I wrote down from the thread the other day. Okay, so so we have questions. We're gonna cut the we're gonna cut the live feed. Is that Dinehart guy watching? I hope so. Any be. any Delaware County folks out there? Come on. All right, so we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna move on to this is this is what I figured. Since we have the opportunity to have Luke Tucker here, which is one of the aficionados in the lighting industry, and um, I'm gonna we're gonna cover the history of lighting in the automotive industry. Right. On. So anytime you want to jump in, but I just want I just want to cover it from my perspective as a tool dealer. Yeah. Okay. So, funny enough, most guys on the page know I collect World War II Jeeps. All right. And uh, you know, a Jeep is a very simple simplistic. You know, vehicle, and you know it was a sole purpose was for transportation in World War II. It replaced a horse, but an interesting fact on my World War II Jeep is the headlights. The headlights are on a hinge, so if you ever pulled over, you put your hood up. You can, with a wing nut, unfasten your headlight, and it'll swing over and shine light on the engine bay. So as early as World War II, 1941, they were concerned about lighting and i mean like any mechanic you know you're working under a hood of a, a car a jeep a truck a bus you need lighting it's dark, it's dark mm-hmm. you know and it, you know you can't see so that's the the first light that i've seen to you know that mechanics would use was the, the world war ii flip up jeep flip up headlight so that said i would say from the you know from the the 50s they were using just basically an extension cord with a drop with with one light bulb on it, an incandescent incandescent light bulb, and then from there it progressed to a metal cage around the light, and that probably went through probably the seventies to the eighties. I would say into the nineties. Nineties. Oh yeah. Really? Hey, listen, I remember you using one in your shop. For, yeah. Oh yeah. You had the fucking that yellow one. I with mean, a little cage around it. Yeah. I don't even want to get close to that thing because you'd burn yourself on it, it. A lot of a lot of the guys on a page. If you're younger, you know, you, you you missed all that. But like, if you had to work on a car with an incandescent light bulb on an extension cord, on an extension cord with a metal cage. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the problem: the metal cage got to be about three thousand degrees, and would burn your skin off in a second. And also, if you're working on on the interior of a car, that ink that, that metal cage would burn. I'm good. That metal cage would burn anything it touched. Interior dashboards. I seen a customer one time wreck a dashboard on a Mercedes, laying the the drop light on the dash, burnt the hole right in it, and it will remove your skin on contact. Okay. And I another thing is like, and I swear this is a true story. I swear to God, I had one shop in Irvington, and whenever. It happened to the guy twice. He was removing the gas tank and dropped the the, uh, the drop light. Caught a shop on fire twice. 
So, yeah, so it, it, there was definitely a safety factor. So after, so that carried on, I, I say, oh, man, I mean, I, I guess you, you might be right to the 90s. You're probably right. The incandescent bulb. Yeah. So after that, they had this great idea. We're going to come out with fluorescent lights. Mm -hmm. And that was like, oh, my God, this thing's awesome. It's a fluorescent light. What's that? They still get hot. Yeah. But the thing with a fluorescent light is, first of all, it was big and bulky. Second of all, if you dropped it, it was done. The bulb burnt out. You were done. Game over. And back then, boys and girls, that's before the internet and before Home Depot. So good luck finding that light because you couldn't. So that's that. And then the next progression of the fluorescent light was the bounce light. Right? Dude, I remember being at trade shows. Let me get there. Let me get there. Funny you should say that. Don't say that. I got it. Okay. So so now the bounce light came out. And the bounce light was their whole concept was you could drop it and it won't burn out. Okay? So fast forward to trade shows. You go to a trade show and there's the guy with the fucking bounce light for two days straight Swinging it by the cord and smacking the table with it. Luke, is that what you were going to say? Fucking right. <laughs> Bruce from Central School. I was like, when we were setting up trade shows, I'm like, listen, I like Bruce. Put me far away from Central Tools. You can't hear yourself think. Dude, he whacked it like uh, all fucking week. It's we get it, Bruce. We get it. You could bounce the light off the table. Yeah, yeah 100. I mean, if you think about it, he's at a tool show for two days. Mm -hmm. Tool shows run from 9 o'clock to like 4, 5, four, right? 5, yeah, yeah. How many times do you think you hit that fucking light? <laughs> if you were next to them or like slide sleds, you were you were fucked. You couldn't hear any. You couldn't hear yourself think. Oh yeah. Or the impact booth, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh god. Yeah, it looks like put me in a quiet corner so I can just sit back and relax on my quiet shit. That's like the uh, the gun show guy at the, the oh fucking the fucking taser. taser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah, gun yeah. show you go to, there's a fucking guy with a taser. Yeah. Okay. So let me. Have, I'm just trying to fucking find out where we are. See, that, that's a, that, that, that was the whole page. The whole fucking bounce light story. No, okay. That... And let me tell you something. The bounce light, I mean, it worked. It shined. They still but it was, sell them. They, they still sell them. You're right. They do. Not very many. But I never, I was never a big fan of the bounce light. I thought it was kind of hokey. It had one little fucking hook on oh, it. It's durable. That's it. Yeah, it's durable. But I mean, it didn't really give you a good quality light. And it was very undirectional, you know? Okay. So, so Luke. And it's funny because, like, Luke was calling me on the way down. He said, hey, you know, hey, ask me this question. You know, I think we should call. I go, Luke, please stop. Oh, yeah, ask me this. I'm like, stop. He's like, I was like, Nick, ask me. I go, Luke, all this shit you're saying is already, I got it all planned out. I got you. I, I got I got the history of lighting down pat. Okay, so, Luke, a little trivia. What was the first cordless light to come out? I'm going to say it was either Ferret's light or you've used Freedom Light. I, I you're, the first light, you're right. I, I forgot about that one. But you, yeah. the UV freedom light was the was the one. Yeah. But it came out. It was it was a decent light. It was very expensive. Very expensive. And the problem with it was it had a, a light board. I don't know what 100 LEDs or 50 LEDs or whatever the fuck it was. But like one or two would always burn out. And guys like I want a new light. It's got up. it's got it's got one light out. And I'm like, dude, fucking uh, the warranty is you know it's got to have three lights before we can warranty it. You know, but it was just, you know, we just lied to him because it was just a pain in the fucking ass. But it was a good light. It was expensive. and But it did definitely start, it did definitely start the uh, the uh, cordless revolution, I guess you'd say, right? Yeah, man. So, okay, so boom. I, I, I think I asked you, how long, how long, how long have you been working at EasyRate? How many years? I've been, when I was a kid, I worked there 
throughout school. Did you go to college? Uh, summertime. Yeah, I went to college. No shit, me too. I went to Harvard, you? Yale. <laughs> <laughs> what year? No. Uh, my Harvard is signal for I'm a high school dropout, and his his uh, Yale is a signal for community college. Uh, tech school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tech school, same shit, okay. Yeah, well, I worked for Easy Red when I was a kid growing up. You know, I'd come into the shop, like I said before, and sweep the floors and help with the injection molder products. And uh, hey, did, you get along, did you get along with your grandfather? Uh, he was my favorite person in the world. Really? That's yeah, awesome. I got along with him well. Him and my grandmother lived next door to me growing up. Really? I never, I never met Luke's grandfather. I wish I would have. I met his father, and he's a gentleman. As a matter of fact, when you, go to, when you go to Easy Red, and like we, we go there once a year, we go there... And we always do like a little sit down, little you know, product demo shit, whatever you want to call it. And uh, everybody that works for Easy Red is just great, genuine people. Yeah, everyone's always smiling, it, happy. Yeah, well, it, it's fun. I'll tell you a funny story, side story too, right? For some reason, all the girls that work there are beautiful. And I go, I go to Luke. I go. Still thinks about Ashley to this day. I, I go to Luke. I go. I go, Luke. I go. Is, is there like a beauty requirement to work here? With the, they can all be fucking models. Like, what are you doing here? He's like, bro, I'm telling you, they just walk in the door like this. So I don't know. I don't know nothing. But yeah, they're all they're all super cool people. But, everyone there is very knowledgeable. But listen, on a quick little side note: when I first started in the tool business, I was a Mac tool dealer, and uh, that was back in '85. I joined with Mac Tools, and I'm embarrassed to say I was a Mac tool dealer because they suck as a company. You seem to talk about it every podcast, though. Well, it comes up. Like it, this is it? this is relevant, though. <laughs> and my district manager, his name was. Can I say his name? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I say, C, okay. So my district manager, his name was uh, Bobby Ketchabevy. I refer to him as Bobby C. All right. And uh, Bobby C. moved on through the years, and he became a... He, I see that. He go, I, Bobby C. became a, 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 a an affiliate with Easy Red. Yeah. So Bobby C. now works for Easy Red, works yeah. with Easy Red. Well, he's a part owner. He's a part owner. I, I don't want to, you know, I don't no, want to jump. Okay, so Bobby C. is a part owner in Easy Red. So that that's pretty cool that, you know, I've known this guy for, you know, 30, 34 years. Yeah, I wouldn't be sitting here right now with you if it wasn't for <laughs> Yeah. So, smart dude. Yeah, well, we, you know, I'm going to get to that too, though. Like, Bobby C., went to, went, when he left, you know, he, he, when he left Mac Tools, he worked for another company for a short amount of time. Well, he worked for another company for quite a few years. Mastercool, yeah. Yeah, Mac, I don't, can I say that? Yeah. Oh, fuck good. yeah. He went to work for Mastercool, and then moved on from Mastercool to Easy Red. And he's a partner there, and I still see him occasionally. And he, I still consider him a, a very... Good friend. I mean, like if it wasn't for Bobby C, I would never, I, I would never sold one tool in my life. That's a true story. So yeah, so Bobby C and Bobby C, what did Bobby C do for the company when, when, he, when he went to work for you? What, what was the what was the change he made? What was the first tool Bobby? Well, he made a lot of early early shit. You know, Bobby Bobby is a he's an engineer that's not an engineer. He's a designer that's not an educated designer. He just he gets it and he's very uh, he knows what's cool is if you hire a designer and engineer. They don't know the automotive tool business, but they they're mechanical engineers, so they think they do. Bobby's been he, Bobby C was a Mac tool dealer. Bobby's pumped gas. Yeah. He's worked on cars. He's been a Mac worked tool dealer. Cars. He's been a DM at Mac, so he knows. And he helps us design products, mm-hmm. um, helps us run the business. I mean, he brought us to the level we were at in the early two thousands, to the level we are now. You know, um, so he's a he's a big part of the of the company for that's sure awesome. yeah, that a, seems he, to be the, the thing with like the the tool industry you know the a lot of these companies just hire people that have like an education in like a, you know like a marketing background or like an engineering background but they don't know tools mechanics resumes like, don't mean much yeah yeah well bobby c I'll, a quick little side i mean i don't know how long you know Bob. i mean i know him a long time you know, you know a long time right, also years. but bobby c 
he, from what I understand, he um, from back, what I remember, he was a mechanic mm-hmm. at a gas station. His uncle's gas station. Yep. I think, in Booton. Yep, in Booton. And then he, uh, actually, he worked at a deli too. That's where he met his wife. True story. And um, he became a Mac tool dealer. He was a Mac tool dealer in the uh, Bloomfield area, if I'm not mistaken, Bloomfield, New Jersey. And he was there for I don't know how many years, four or five years. And then he became a district manager, and that's who hired me to be a Mac tool dealer. And I shouldn't fucking talk to him for that, but that's another story. <laughs> but uh, he was district district manager. And then when he left Mac Tools, he moved on to you know other ventures. Now, I mean, think about it. He started out as a Mac tool dealer, which is the lowest point of anybody's life. <laughs> I mean, like, Savage. there's nothing lower than that. That's a souvenir. And uh, yeah, my crew's fucking I me. Mean, they're showing me a, a little pocket screwdriver that says Nick Morello on it. Which address is Rich, on the, is it? The... Richmond Ave. Well, it's our Patterson yeah. address. That thing's old, then. And, dude, uh, hang on, guys. I, I haven't got one better. This is, this is how old this fucking pocket screwdriver is. Just for the record, Luke Tucker is not agreeing with any of this. <laughs> <laughs> it says, Nick Rillo, 28 Richmond Ave, Patterson, New Jersey. Home phone number and beeper phone number. Oh, wow. my God. My beeper phone number is 201-904-5209. Hey, guys, hit me on my hip. Page me. Okay, that's page me. No, really no. Nah. <laughs> but you that's. Know, I remember. I remember you coming home with a fucking beeper. Head. Yeah, baby, I had a beeper. Cell Fuck yeah, I had a beeper. Oh, I had all that shit. Yeah, look at that motherfucker with a beeper. I hate so, Luke. Have you ever been fired from Easy Red? No. Really? I don't know why I had to think about that. <laughs> Did they ever fire you? No, probably thought about it a bunch really? of times. Yeah. See, now that that's the difference between. An Italian family and any other nationality. If he was Italian, I swear to God, he'd been fired twenty fuck. He'd been like Nick too many times to count. Yeah, I've been fired before, guys. Oh yeah, record. Nick was fired. For the record, <laughs> I thought that's where he wasn't. He wasn't fired. I, I was like, dude, you you have a new job description. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it lasted only a couple days, but he. he nah, was I remember. I I should have got fired a few times though, probably. Well, yeah, I'm sure. One day, one day, we, we used to have the lead shop. We'd make a lot of lead terminals mm-hmm. and stuff for for batteries and. Um, yeah, Easy Red Lights is kind of a newer thing, you know. Easy Red has we started out with the battery accessories. We've got a we've got three hundred products, you know, battery accessories, hand tools, mm-hmm. organization, all kinds of different What's your products. bestseller? It's a good question, Nick. Um our bestseller is this piece right here. Really? Luke just picked up uh, off my shelf Four a quarter stick. Four S one two L. Who invented that? It's actually the, the the one and only tool that I actually designed Gosh, myself. I, I knew that. Really? But uh, the the MR34, as far as uh, as far as monetary three, monetary value, that's our bestseller. Really? MR34. Yeah, we dude. There's months we sell more three quarter inch ratchets than three eighths. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like the, the problem with them for it's me, the, the 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 reason why I don't really sell a lot of them, and I, I'm. Truck. Yeah, you know, I mean, in a route we sell quite a few of them. Gear and shit, man. Come on. But you know, fuck gear inch. I well, I, you know, I don't want to go down that road right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what's that tattoo say? Fuck corporate. Yeah, it says right there. But yeah, the three quarter wrench is a shipping nightmare. You know, so we don't really sell them online. It's like twelve pounds. But we sell we sell them in a truck all the time. But as soon as you walk in my truck, I have one mounted right there. You know. So yeah, so that's so you're saying a quarter stick is one of the hottest ones. Yeah, and I mean that XL fifty five hundred. All the every time we we upgrade the extreme light, it's 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 a good seller, you know. Yeah, I, let me tell you something. But there's a lot of people in that lighting game now, Nick. Yeah, I know there is. But I tell you, the new light, the XL fifty five hundred, I guess it is. Right. I absolutely fucking love that light, and I I I saw a shit ton of them on a page. I saw a shit ton of them on a truck, and I I 
legit say that thing is fucking bulletproof. And I I ran it over with the Jeep. Most you, I mean, that if you if you're on my if you're on my my tool page, we ran that over my Jeep one time six times. And by the way, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not on the tool page, you need to. If you're not on Facebook, go to what is it? JD jdtco.com or you know you got the app yeah, we got the app the jdtco app yeah you got to plug yourself here because you know I, I nick i've known you for i don't know we established let's say 10 years dude i come here and it's like you got a warehouse in your house <laughs> you're a tool warehouse we're talking about tu- phil was t- talking about we, we uh, tunneling some, out the other product. end of the basement well there. i'll tell you you know it's like and i don't think a lot of people who i know that a lot of people that buy from you stuff they don't realize, like, it's not just fun on Facebook and they put an order in and it mag- magically ships. It's a lot of work, man. You got, like, you can't do this shit by yourself. We have, a, we have, you know, I always say, you it's know, a ton of work. Everything, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors in, in, in the uh, tool industry, you know. And it's I, like I, anybody who's successful, there's a lot of work. And yeah. anybody, any business, there's a lot of work. So. And I have, I have a strong team behind me, you know. I, I have... You know, my son is integral. You know, he does. Well, he's a he, douche, he does. <laughs> he does so much. Title, he, he does so much. He does so much for the business. You know, my wife does so much for the business. Justice Ledich does so much for the business. Our lovely VC does so much VC. for the business. Is VC drinking? I am. Whoa! You got a beer, dude. Everybody's drinking. This whole you drinking? Yeah, you better not spill any okay. beer on my computer. It's Everybody's drinking. Friday, man. Cheers to Friday. Fucking cheers to yeah, Friday. Cheers to Friday. Cheers to Friday. Yeah. Cheers to Friday. But uh. So you know, so okay, let's get back on track. I'm fucking sweating over here. Okay, all right. So, uh, you want to move into some questions? I got some questions. You can, but yeah, you do that, and I, I'll get and I'll get back on track here. Okay. okay. So, um, on the we put a f- post on Facebook, you know, that you were coming on, and uh, some people, you know, just had like some you know basic questions about lighting stuff. So, someone asked, like, when you're uh, designing a light, what do you strive for more runtime or brightness? And personally, what do you think matters most? Nick, that's that's the ultimate question, right? It's like uh, it's situational and it's all personal preference. You know, I really think that personally, you get a less lumens, more runtime is more important. Four hundred lumen light with a good battery can run eight hours. Eight hours is good, but and 400 lumens is bright. So that's my that's my opinion, but you know, it's all over the place. Definitely um, like a personal preference. Yeah, you got to find that you got to find that right that sweet spot, you know, right? It's like uh you got to get that good runtime and that and, and and the the brightness. So that's why we came out with the you, you push the button down like on the 5500, you hold the button down and it dims. So you're not just on high or just on low. When I demo that light, I demo that light 10 times a day. When I show them that feature, the dimming feature, they're always like, wow, that's really fucking cool. And they, they really like the dimming feature. It's not, well, you just get it where you want. And mm-hmm. if you if you go down and you're bright enough at 300 lumens, you don't have to charge your light all day. It's 10, 12 hours. Exactly. So it is, a, you know, there's no perfect science, but you got to hit that sweet spot. But dimming features are nice. Yeah. And I think, personally, our digital push button dimming switch is a lot better than that dial gauge yeah, that they have out there yeah for sure but uh i'm gonna t- i'm gonna jump here tell one quick story we were talking about bobby c before and i know bobby c a long time and he's always whenever he came out with new products he would always like show up my route mysteriously and say, hey nick what do you think of this 
and I'd give him my opinion, you know. Hey, Nikki. And, and sometimes, hey, Nikki, yeah. yeah. Sometimes he listens to me, sometimes you don't. But I'm fucking, Luke, am I usually pretty right? Tell the truth. <laughs> you lying fuck. I'm pretty. You're I'm pretty. My wife. I'm not gonna. Agree I'm, pr- to that. I'm, pr- I'm pretty spot on usually, buddy. Nah, you, you do know the market well, Nick. Thank you, buddy. So one time, and but I, there's a lot of times I don't know the market. And Bobby C. Now Bobby C.'s claim to fame with lighting was he came out that little pocket light. What's the number of it? The little, the little one. The first one. The like, first one. Not the little red one from two thousand. Like, the, like li- the, the the one we sold the pink ones. So the the first one was the. I don't even remember the part with the, number. With the LEDs. ML30. It was a telescopic no, little... No, no, okay. no, no, no. Fuck that one. The PCOB. Yeah. The, the one we sold the pink ones. It's right. The little, with a little six thing. Yes, yeah. That one. What was the question about? No. Well, he came out with that light, right? And he shows... You know, so like that light went viral. Right or wrong? I remember... I remember sitting with Bob, watching him draw it, and we talked about it, and it's like, you know, that would be sweet. Yeah. And Did then, it, hey, Luke, anybody copy that light? Seven fucking million... <laughs> People later. <laughs> um, but hang on. So, 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 like, they sold a bazillion of these lights. It was a great light. We've spent more money on lawyers and patent infringements. I'm sure. Do you get a patent on that one? Yeah. 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 But it's funny because, like, you know, and I, and I, and I, you know, it, and I was like, this light's so, you know, so awesome, so bright. And he's like, dude, so it, it's, it's, and he told me this secret that, that basically what you're doing is you're overpowering the LEDs and that's why it's so bright. It cuts down on the, the, the life of the, the, the lights. But I mean, like it's such a minimal number, and the light was so bright with them little six LEDs, it was yeah. insane. But so he shows up at the bar one time, right? And I sold a bazillion of these lights, and he's got this fucking, you know, he's Mister Lighting now. He's like Ben Franklin with the fucking kite with the key in the bottle. You know, Bobby C split the fucking atom. I, I invented, I, 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 I split the ocean and walked through with holding my beam of light. Bobby C. So he shows up with this little fucking thing, like a look like a cell phone light. He bought these. Uh... Focal bangers, by the way. Did he really? Yeah, he oh, did. shout out. Fucking shout out to Bobby Z for buying these beers. I'm fucking, I'm getting drunk over here, guys. This shit's going through my head, but that's okay. Cool. It's What's the percentage on those fuckers? The focal bangers? It's hard. So he shows up. These at, are 7%. The heavy he, toppers were nice. He shows Ooh. up in my route with this fucking light. It looks like a cell phone. A flip open <laughs> cell phone. FL1701. That's the one. Yeah. And he goes, Nick, what do you think of these? And I go, Bobby C, I said, uh, I think you guys have, uh, done enough lighting i said i think the ship is sealed in, in this whole lighting market well, that time let me interrupt you go ahead that time of our lives well, that was flip phone error mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this light was like a scaled up flip phone yeah. so i said bobby i said i think the lighting market has peaked i said you know you have to agree i think it's it's peaked out at this fucking point he looks at me and he's like he's like nick he says i don't even think we started yet I go, Bobby. I said, I think it's fucking over, kid. I said, I think you. I think we've peaked with the lighting, and this is all we're gonna get out of it. Which one was that? That's the boy. Was I fucking wrong? Just saying. What I mean, a crazy market it is. Nick. I mean, it, it really is. I mean, know, like, but, but you know, let's think about it. It's important to have in every shop, but you know, you talk about impacts and stuff. That's really gonna sell to a technician. A light will sell to. Mom, dad, grandma, oh, grandpa, yeah. sister, truck, brother. Luke, how about truck drivers? We have a guy on a page. He's probably on a podcast. Robbie Smith. You know Robbie Smith, right? Robbie Smith. Robbie Smith is oh, one of Rob our. Smith. Robbie Smith. He's one of our best customers. He's a awesome. truck driver in North Carolina. Cool. And he buys a lot of tools from us. He, tools this week. He, yeah, his wife's his wife's a, his wife's a postal worker, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a truck driver. He's a very charitable man too. He really is. He does a lot of charitable things for a lot of different a lot of different things. And I've talked to him numerous numerous times. He's a good man, but uh. He was buying the the uh, 
This one here. What's that? The with the with the the variable beam. The uh, XL one thousand. The XLF one thousand. Yeah, XLF one thousand. And it's, it's a great li a great awesome. light. We sold a ton of them, but like he's like. No, he we do have those in green and orange down there. Are they available? As of last week. Really? Oh, I need them. The guy's been asking. I don't know. We'll get them on a page. But Robbie Smith was buying these lights, and I'm like, Rob, what are you doing with these lights? It was Nick. He says, when I when I when I get to get somewhere and it's dark and it's a tight spot to back in, I put two of them on the back of my trailer. He goes, I can get anywhere with them. I, they they're awesome. So like you know, you're building these lights for mechanics, but I mean like right. here we, we got truck drivers, you know, and you know, using them for stuff that we never even thought of. Nick, you I know? talked I talked to a guy. I mean plumbers. When plumbers plumbers and electricians, you know, I don't know if they're if I mean you really should like you know cater to that end of the spectrum, because I think that's a big big market. You but know, we have customers like you for. Well, that's true too. Nick, we need a plumbing page. Um, plumbing page. Plumbing Nick, I have I have a fr uh, guy who who sold the hood hook, the uh, XL UHLS to a to a. To I got a, better story than this. He he told he sold it to a dude. My guy's better. Go ahead. I'll tell you my guy. Who had a you. kayak? That's my guy. I told you a story. Well, then there's two guys with a kayak. Really? So the guy with the kayak, yep. and then there's also a guy who he's up in Pulaski. You know mm -hmm. Pulaski. Yeah, yeah. My buddy Nate. He he sent me a picture the other day when he's plowing snow. He's got a, a like a bucket loader thing. He's plowing snow. He hooks up two of those lights around his uh, his bucket loader. And when he's backing up, he hits the light so he then he can see all behind him. You know they could be used for anything. Yeah, let me tell you something. The hoodhawk. That's hook, a cool light. Man. The hoodhawk. I, I mean, I, I don't think Marketed it. Wrong, but I don't think cool I don't think the hoodhawk got its its uh, proper due. I, I think it's a good light. We called it the hood hawk. That's the problem. That the first thing is you called it a hood hawk, and why do you think that that was a, an issue? Well, well, you know what? Listen, because you think you're only buying it for under the hood. Yeah, bro, you use that in a wheel well, changing brakes. Hey, we have one upstate though. You we, know, the fucking have, power have, goes out all the time up there. Fire that fucker! Around. I had I had some idiot. I told him I'd give him a free one if he put it on his head and walked around the trade show, and he did. <laughs> you know how tight those springs are. <laughs> But, like, you know, my theory with the Hoodhawk is, you know, I, I run a tool route in New Jersey, and it's very fast-paced where I am. And, you know, we sell Hoodhawks. But the problem with Hoodhawks is, for me, as a tool dealer, is I could sell anybody a Hoodhawk, but it's going to take me 15 minutes to sell it. I have to, If I gave you a 15-minute demo on a Hoodhawk, you'd buy two of them. Yeah. But the problem is I don't have 15 you minutes. Don't have that time. I get it. If you do a full demo to a mechanic... And you walked in, put it on the hood of a car, put it underneath the car, put it on the ground, shining up at the car. Everybody will buy it twice. It's a, it's a, actually a great light. You still got them in stock? Nick, I think we should run a special. A I think so, too. Let's go. I, I'm excited. I'm talking about I'm talking about these fucking the hood shop, hooks. Like, where, does he have any hood hooks here? Jesus Christ, I give me some it. fucking yeah. hood hooks. I got, where we keep them I got one on my truck. Yeah, I'm looking. I don't, I don't see one here, but I got them on a truck, though. Yeah, yeah, let's do I'll, it. Let's fire we'll it. do it because, let's do it. dude, that light is universal as hell. Mm -hmm. We limited ourselves by calling it the Hood Hawk. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I got guys, hood. I don't even, I barely use it under my hood. Mm -hmm. Use it everywhere else. Now it's got a magnet that you could, you could. The magnet was what, the same magnet that's on it's the an X, these, right? It's look, an who's, E. It's who's an, an, whose idea was the magnet? Uh, your son's. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, it was your nephew. Speak, nephew speaking still. of your fucking nephew. He should be here soon. Which one? Phil? We, need some, we need some more bitch stop bullshit. Where's Brian at? Brian's, Brian's probably sleeping. sleeping. Call that prick. Would call you? him up. We'll call him up. Where's, where's, where's uh, Grandma? Yeah. I don't know where she went. I'll uh, tell you, just for the record, I've known Nick for 
we're, we're going to say it's 10 years, but... Probably longer. Dude, your mom... Another one? Your grandma is the... Oh, thank you, baby. She's a sweetheart. Your mom. I, Next is, grandma. And do I bring her to every You got it. You do. And she's so nice. <laughs> no. And, and you know, walking down in here, seeing all this work you guys do, you you got you got good help. You got a good family. I got a team, you got bro. good good employees. I got a team. Everybody thinks there she easy. is. Everything is easy. Like, yeah. VC's like, I'm over here. VC's on the team. VC's, let me tell you something. She v, I met, we were, I'll tell, I told a story before, but I don't know if I told it on, on the podcast. One of my friends growing up, his name is Billy Cunningham. And he's been my best friend since... Uh, since uh, Happy Days? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was Richie. Richie Cunningham. But Billy Cunningham, he, we, we've been best friends since we're 15 years old, and I'm 53 now. And uh, I was his best man in his wedding. My wife was his maid of honor. And he's been my... Be- he, you know, I, I mean, if, if, I, if I don't see Billy for five years, ten years, it, he's still my best friend. doesn't matter. But we had a party one day this year, and we were fucking drinking. Were we drinking, VC? Oh, yeah, it was rough. <laughs> and VC's like, I want to work for you. And I'm like, fucking show up. Be here Monday. So I don't think she got here Monday, but she was here Tuesday. Did no, she, she was here Monday. Was she here Monday? I think, yeah, I think I did come on Monday. Okay. Bro, so you guys need a VC because the last time I was here, this you couldn't even worker, walk. Man. This place is nice and organized. You know, yeah, VC's a hard and worker. you're getting busier when people order shit. They want it shipped. Yeah, no, we, we I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think people realize how fucking hard Hey, you want to hear, hear something funny? You know the guy in Tennessee, the, the tool dealer? You probably know his name. You probably know him. Pat Hammer? Patty, yeah, 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 Pat yeah. Hammer. He uh, he says, "Hey, Nick." He says, "I, I need some fucking text." No, Nick, Nick's something. choice. Nick's yeah, choice. Nick's choice. Nick's choice, right. Nick's Nick's choice. choice. <laughs> Morello's choice. Yeah, he's like, "I need some. M- M- I need some five panel batteries. Sell me some." So I, he, he, what do you like? Twenty batteries? Yeah, twenty batteries. He bought. Dude, so, I'm sitting next to like seven hundred batteries. So I I, sh- I sent him I, I sent him twenty M18. batteries Monday. He didn't get until last night. Fucking to Nashville. I mean, like, there's a government shutdown, dude. Postal's not government. Private owned, private owned equity. All right. Let me see any more questions. Any more questions? I'm going to jump in here and fucking see what I else. I want to take just you know, a few minutes to talk about the uh, beers ahead. that we're drinking. Oh, yeah. We're drinking some very oh, interesting real. beers. Yeah, right on. So, so Luke brought down some Heady Topper mm. and Focal Banger from Alchemist in yeah, Vermont. Baby. Where is that? Not Burlington? easy to get. Is that Burlington? Uh, close. Waterbury. Mm-hmm. It's fucking good shit. It's, the, it's the, the best. I've had the focal banger before, and awesome. I kind of like focal banger. I think I like it better. Better than, than Hetty. The Hetty. But Hetty's like, Guys, if I'm you're, fucking, I'm drunk. Can I say that? Or <laughs> <laughs> if you're a beer guy, Hetty Topper is like, it's like the Nike of shoes, the Cadillac. Yeah. You know, it this is. is it, but this Alchemist is fucking. That is that's yeah, delicious. That's this Alchemist is fucking. Nice. Well, they're both from the Alchemist. Are they both IPAs? They're both double IPAs, yeah. Let me no ask you. Let me, let me, I got, Pretty I got, strong. Wait, wait, wait. I got a couple more questions. What do you like? How do you like oh, the, uh, the Vine Shine? The Vine Shine is nice, dude. Local. That's a here's, locally brewed. Here's the problem. I drank a, two double IPAs before this, so I got to cleanse <laughs> my palate. And then... <laughs> do you need a chorus? Oh, no. <laughs> never, never. Um, Luke, how many tool or industry shows do you go to a year? Ooh, that's a good uh, one. That is a good question, Nick. Um... I'd say 15. 15. So in case you think Luke's lazy, he ain't fucking lazy. So he uh, goes in 15. Oh, bro, I'm lazy as fuck. So Luke, how <laughs> many... Hey, Luke. Yeah. How many different shirts do you have hanging in your closet for the tool shows? Tons, bro. <laughs> Every year we get like three Mac shirts, three Matco shirts, three Cornwall shirts, three Snap-on shirts. I didn't want to say that, but that's... That, what are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but... But I have seventeen 
JDC, JDTCO shirts. How many? 17. Wow. And only three of the mobile brands. So, so, yeah, well, that's enough of that subject. I would wear my That's all I have to say. I would wear my Nick That's all I have to say about that. I would wear my Nick Morello jersey discount tool shirt. But you'd be shunned. Whoa. Whoa. Fucking get it. Dude, send him a shirt. just called you out. Send him a cheat death buy tool shirt. All right, what's your guy sizes? Yeah, we do. What is your? I think I think the the website goes up to five X. Oh, I need two X, bro. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. All right, listen. What what's your favorite tool show? My favorite tool show, show, dude. That's a good question. You're not gonna like the answer. It doesn't matter to me. Snap on. Really? Yeah, it's a good show. You went to the Snap on show, right? Yeah, I went to the uh, Nashville, Tennessee show. Just to stir some shit up, walked around. Everybody's, no, everybody I'm wanted. Like, to... What the fuck is he doing here? Nick... Everyone wanted their picture with you, though, right? My name is Nick Morello. I'm like the fucking wind. I go wherever I want to go. They can't stop me. You can't shut this. Everyone down. was taking pictures with you and shit, they right? Love me. The fucking the, the, the no, tool dealers love me. I just the show's busy. It goes by quick, and they always uh, treat us to a real. I mean, is is is? I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's your most profitable profitable one. Absolutely. You like SEMA? I do. You do? Yeah. You like Vegas? I don't love it. You like Vegas? I like Vegas for a day or two. Yeah, I love. I mean, it. you go there three, four times a year, man. It's like, I love Vegas. shit. I love I'm Vegas. Vegas for, uh, is fun. Yeah. Well, listen, I went, I went, I, I shot dice with fucking Luke in uh, the Hard Rock in Vegas, and I lost my ass. Me too. I'm sitting there at one point. I was losing, 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 losing. I was like, I'm fucking done here. I get my whole stack of chips, probably four or five hundred dollars at this point, yeah. and I put it right on the fucking the uh, uh, the, on the field. I put it right on the field. Which is a sucker's bet. It's either you're winning big or you're fucking, you're losing it. And I, I get my whole stack of chips. I put it right on the field. The whole fucking table stops, right? The dealer looks at me. He's like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that would be me. He's like, that's a ballsy bet. <laughs> I'm like, well, dude, I'm fucking done. I said, I'm either going home broke or going home winning. Fucking roll the dice. And I lost. <laughs> yeah, I think I was going to that yeah, yeah. What do you Vegas, do? Vegas is a place that you could have a lot of fun oh, with. I love that, dude. I love. But dude, Vegas. if you if you're there for so long, it's like oh my, I just. Want oh my god! That, we were there. We were there Six, for the, the SEMA Apex show. We were there for a couple of days. Yeah. Well, you guys are there for forever. I'm gonna go there. I'll never miss another one. Yeah, no. Well, we and we have three or four shows out there a year, you know. So. Uh, I'm sure you do. No, I'm not complaining about Vegas. It's fun. Who complains about it? You got married in Vegas, Luke. Yeah, I did. He married a hooker on a strip and married her. I'm only kidding. I know Luke's wife. She's a sweetheart. What's your name? Her name? My wife's? Or the... Your wife. wife. Rachel. 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 I love Rachel. Rachel's sweet. No, it's actually a funny story. We We had wedding date set for August 25th. And we go out to the Apex show. And that's... When the fuck is that? October? November. Halloween. End of October, beginning of November. And we had family out from California that met us out there. And my wife and my grandma and my mom come out and we meet the family from California. And so we had the invitations sent out for August. And the one, my my aunt, Beth, said, you know, we won't be able to make the wedding. We're really sorry. But I said, you know, that's cool. Just, and I joking. I said, you know, just send us like a hundred bucks. That's cool. You know. Anyway, just cover, just cover the, the, the so, so her husband said, well, we're out in Vegas. We're all here. Why don't you just get hitched? And that night, my wife and I were like, you know, it'd be cool. Fucking next day, Chapel of Love, man. We got hitched. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. And we still had our wedding the 25th of August, but it was just a like a 35-second renewal of the vows mm-hmm. and then a big party. You know, it was it was a fun time. It's awesome. Yeah, it was I'm good. I'm to Vegas. 
Well, it's not too well, late, my, Nick. Well, my, well, my wife wakes fucking sidecar. Get her out. Well, my wife wakes up one day and says, I'm fucking done. My next wife, I'm going to marry her in Vegas. We're going to Vegas. I'm going to be broke, just though. just remarry Deb in Vegas. She wouldn't do it. I tried. All right, so listen. Justice, go in that box and get that hot new product from Easy Red. I can't, one I can't say it. It's in a box like this big with three different colors on it. All right. The organizer. Hey, Luke. Let's call it the organizer. Hey, Luke. Hey, Nick. Any hot new products coming out we could talk about or not talk about? You know what, Nick? I, I don't like to talk about products until they're really out, but... Yeah, like, like we, we, you know, we're talking about lighting because it's important. It's a, it's a big. All right, guys, check it out. I, in my hand right now, I'm holding the newest product to come out by Easy Red. Nice. And they are their Jersey Discount Toolco colors too. We were, uh, we were, we, we were at the, we were at the, the early on meeting with these. To, we, we give a little input. They, they, they respect our opinion in, in this, in, in the do. field. And they came out with these new products. And in case you don't think we have any influence at Easy Red, when you see the color of them, you'll understand. Rasta colors, baby. Rasta colors, baby. And they came out with this hot new product, and I can't talk it's about what it is. It's in the organizational field. It's in the organizational field. It has it, magnets in it. And silicone. And silicone. And silicone. It and says Easy Red on it. And it says, it says Easy Red, Red on it. it. And there's and I, I you're gonna dethrone you're gonna you're gonna dethrone a guy I don't like in the business, and I'm looking forward to it. And I don't want to say his name. This is business with an M. No. You got it? So we're going to dethrone him. And I don't like that guy. Shit's expensive, too. Shit's ridiculously expensive. You know, I respect an entrepreneur. Yes. And it's his thing. But when you're selling a product for over $100, and we're going to come in for a quarter of that price and bust that ass, I'm looking forward to it, man. We're busting that ass. I like this. I like this. I called him out in SEMA, too. I did. You know that? No. I did. Nick, did I call him out? I don't know. His you called out his mom. Well, you called him. You called you, out his mom. What are the? He, <laughs> I didn't he, know it was her. He <laughs> called. He called him out to his mom, and she was like, "That's my oh, son." Oh, oh, he's done a lot of work, and you're, we're like, mm-hmm. "Take three thousand dollars of my money, motherfucker." We're talking about it. Oh yeah, you're a douche. <laughs> exactly. Your son's a mm-hmm. dick. All right. So listen, a couple more. A couple more. So we got that covered. Hot I got new, some email questions. Hot let's, new, get, let's get through some questions. Then we can hot, new product, hot new product coming out. Get ready. You know, it's, and there's a few. That, that, the battery you kit. Think it's gonna be, you think it's going to be a good one? I'm optimistic, but yeah, I got good. I am. Yeah, I really think it's going to be I good. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Yeah. All right. Everybody's so, uh, going to want it. Email so, question. The price point is awesome. Fire away, Nick. Send it. Junior. Hi, Nick and gang. Hey, guys. I come from a farming background where everything seems to break at night in the middle of the field the or farms. back at the shop. Growing up fixes that were always done. Growing up fixes were always done by a D cell flashlight or that damn tanning light, trouble light. Don't know what that means. We have come a long way with lighting the last few years and appreciate the new technology. Sure makes things easier to work on and less stress. My question is, where do you go from here besides new moldings of the lights and batteries? Is there still new technology to be found, or has the market found its plateau? Thanks, Matt Anderson. P.S. Thanks for the farmer shout out a couple months, a couple shows ago. Much love, appreciated. Where's Matt we from? We love our farmers. Um, I don't know where Matt's from. Illinois, probably. Illinois, probably you, one of the eyes. You tell Matt if he can let us hunt on his farm. We'll fucking we'll hook him up hey, with look, more lights. You know, I don't bird hunt. I, I turkey hunt, but I don't. I haven't pheasant hunt. Really? I mean, I got two labs. Hey, should, hey, but... hey, shout out to any farmers. I'm a pheasant hunter. Hook us up. Dude, oh, Illinois, we need to go oh, do yeah. some whitetail hunting oh, yeah. in Illinois. Oh, yeah. 
That's a lot of work. So, uh, a lot of work. You sit in a fucking stand and smoke cigars and wait for deer to come by. So, do you think there's any further you know, technology? You know, Nick, how far do you go? That's I mean, what I'm, that's. But you know, you can't. Of course, there is. I mean, we don't know what's down the road. I mean, like, I mean, think about the you know, I it's gonna have a fucking. Think about Alexa. Do you have a light that you turn on, turn off? You mm-hmm. talk to. I mean, I don't know. How important is Bluetooth? I think it's stupid. In a in a work light, you have Bluetooth. It's just added extra money, but people like I it. Like people it. buy it. Yeah, that's like the the Milwaukee so, hammer drills. It's so you like... if you've got a battery, you can do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think there and we we've got our hands. We we're talking about some futuristic kind of you know, Well, that's one thing with Easy Red. I, I I'll tell you guys in case you don't know, know much about Easy Red. Easy Red, they're always pushing the envelope. They have a whole, I mean, yeah. well, Nick, what what we're proud of, like for real, is. Uh, now with 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 you know you can go to these factories in China and you can, you can find anything put your name on it mm-hmm. and sell it. There is all these products here. You know, ninety five percent of the Easy Red items we have a design for a drawing. We've got thirty five patents. You know, so we're that's what I'm proud of. Is like we put some thought behind, you know, what we're making and why we're making it. You know, so that's uh. That's something. That's something I'm proud of. Well, you guys have definitely pushed the envelope in in, in the lighting industry. And we're falling back on the Bobby C discussion here. It's like, yeah, yeah. his brain works differently. You know. Well, he, tell Bobby C to fucking step his game up a little bit. That lazy fuck. Seriously. <laughs> I seen Bobby C at SEMA. It was good seeing him. I just oh, seen him in a few years. Podcast, Is he really? Lazy awesome. I did. Fuck Bobby C. No, I love like Bobby the, C. The, <laughs> the Bluetooth and like uh, like say you have like a light that you talk to blah 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 like Bluetooth you can like start like. Turn it on from your phone. I don't know. That's kind of reminds me of the um, like the one key, like the one key hammer drills or the one key impacts from right. Milwaukee. Hey, hey, like, hey, do you, hey, you know, we're thinking about like, do you want it? Yeah, is... but do you need it? No, no. You just like all you really need is a fucking button. Like, but the, do you need a thousand button. lumens? No, you don't. It's just you know, it's uh, now now you can't go basic because there's so much there's so many lights out there. You've got to be different. You got to do something different, you know, like the like the dimming switch. Like that's that's cool. It's not something like crazy, but it's definitely something that's it's an added different. feature. Yeah. Um, you know, colors. You're always going to be able to change colors and uh, add some little tiny features. But I think you know a lot of people lose lights. So if you could have some radio frequency, like some way to track where it is, mm-hmm. there's been a ton of um, technicians that have called and said, hey. We we left your light underneath the car. It's gone. It's done. You know, or can't find it. It's in the shop somewhere. Like, you know, maybe yeah. there's some. Because uh... you know, you think about it. You're using it's like the fucking the uh, ten millimeter socket. That's like the, the running joke. It's like I can't find my ten millimeter socket. Right. I can't find my work light. I think the answer to your to the guy's question is, you know, I don't even think like Steve Jobs knew the next next Apple phone. Like you don't know. I'm sure if but he saw the iPhone happen. 8, he'd be like, holy what shit, fuck? what the yeah, fuck is exactly. that thing? So it's, there, lighting is such a popular market, there's never going to be an end to it. There's never going to be a plateau. You can always make something better. And it really goes in with battery power. You don't have cool lighting if you don't have advances in batteries. And like you said, too. Um, I mean, the XL, the first one, XL3000, we had nickel metal hydrate batteries. Now everything's lithium ion, you know, lithium I polymer. Still, I still guys using that fucking light. Nick, we have still people calling for it. I mm-hmm. said we're on generation five. 
What's the but, what were the the pink cob lights we did for uh, breast cancer month? Oh, for for my girl Which Sierra. What were those? Those, those were the thirty three hundreds. They quick, were quick shout out to Sierra. Oh man, we love her, and awesome. uh, she's uh you know she's fighting, battling, baby. fighting a fight. Yeah, fuck. And yeah. hope to see her when we go fishing this year. She's good. She'll you be know? there, dude. Maybe we'll get her on the, the podcast at some point. Yeah, I'd love to. She's Next a sweetheart. Podcast Sierra's coming. We're calling her out. She's gonna listen to this. Yeah, we love we we love her. We miss her. You guys did and a we, nice thing for her. We don't need to get into it. Thank you, buddy. Very generous. It, it, it was the least we could do for a team member. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, that's we went a little above and beyond. But well, that you know, hey, awesome. listen, that's what we do. We're from Jersey. We kick, well, we kick fucking doors in. Wh- which light was that? That was the thirty-three hundred. Last, it was. Last it was like it was. You mean the Sierra one or the one? The, the, the first the, one. The pink ones we were doing. The pink thirty-three hundred. Yeah, that's the first. That's a, that's still a good fucking light. Yeah, because well, I mean we we had those. We sold a fuck ton of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good light. The, but the first generation, that was the hokiest piece of shit in the world. But it, it was, was fucking awesome. <laughs> we but it was sold, awesome. Well, because nobody else was selling. Yeah, we sold. Hundreds of thousands a year. A guy walked on my truck the other day with with a light. He 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 was he just walked. He was using it and he walked on a truck with it. And I felt like saying that fucking thing still fucking works. <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> it's gotta be like five, six, seven yeah. years old. You know. Well, and batteries go bad. Yeah. And he was still using it, man. I found one on the side of the road one time, ran over in pieces, and it was still fucking worked. Well, I remember a, that. Yeah. Uh, for some strange yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think you know the questions we were asking people earlier is. What's the, you know, it's, and again, it's, it, there, there's never going to be a perfect science. What's the most important thing in order for your lights, for your work lights? Durability, runtime, lumens, fucking, you know, the list goes on. But you know, what I, you know what I see, what a, lot, what a lot of guys want, Luke? They want a rugged piece, man. No, they, I, I think the, the, the problem, I mean, like, I love this light, whatever the fuck it is. Which one, which one, which one is this one? 5500. 5500. Love that light. The only thing I think it could use and in the next generation, I hopefully we can uh, you know, you know, get it wrangled in is a fucking uh a, f- a fucking a flex head. Yeah. yeah. Guys want you a know, flex head. And so, I, and, so that and listen, comes... hang on, hang on. And like Luke was like, "Ah, oh, everybody's afraid of it breaking." Yeah. But I told him the durability. But I I I told him I I mentioned to him where that knuckle should be. No, you and don't mention affect... shit. You tell. Well, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, be be sweet about it. <laughs> but like, I think the next generation, hopefully, will have a little flex to it. You know. I have another email question. Oh, let's let's fucking Hit do it. it. First shout out to Nick for introducing me to Easy Red. Fucking oh, this right, is a Nick. Fucking long one. That's right. That's all right. That's what we're here for. For, li- That's what she for lighting, mm. it is my go-to. I have introduced Easy Red lighting to my coworkers. So I buy the XL3300. It is my favorite. Let me take a quick time out. Send this person. I got 20 giveaways. This guy gets one. Oh, awesome. All right, this guy's a good customer. Free too, Tool so. Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Love. <laughs> Free Love. Tool Friday, guys. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Love the oh, attached man. magnet holder. I buy tools. I, I buy my thing. tools for work. So I buy one for them. They like it. They abuse the shit out of it. They manage to drop it in this pan of brake fluid. Then they sucks. drop it. This thing cracked and the lens came out. I was pissed. Yelled, what the hell? I have had this thing and dropped it and it was not what even broke. What the hell? They said, no, check it out. It still works. They tell me you were right. This thing is badass. So we patched it up. The next guy fucking drops it. Mother this fucker. motherfucker shatters. <laughs> Guess what? Still works. Nice. We have a plastic fuser, and we fuse this thing back together. Works great. Only complaint from them is no magnet on the light. So I have here the XL5500. Mm-hmm. 
magnets built in. Yep. That be my... Nice magnets on it, bitch. Yeah. Very strong. That will be my next purchase. Couple comments on your other lights. The pen lights, kick ass. Great price, great quality. I sold a few of those. I love the beam on it. It covers so much more area with consistent light through the beam. Other pen lights I have used are small, almost spotlight. So I like the coverage it has. The XLF 1000. Well, it was a, it is a beast. Yeah, it is. I have used it in so many applications. It is awesome. And what are the pen lights? TF 120s. You got some of them too, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit, my light. <laughs> Where did you go, dude? You, <laughs> you see that? You good, man? <laughs> well, my chair. Nick, my chair went. Nick's my, drinking double my, IPAs. My chair went wild on me, guys. Yeah, we got a tote full of these. Uh, we're gonna do. Yeah, you know, we we we're gonna do the push of these. The uh, TF 120. Let me tell you something. The TF 120 pop rechargeable light, right? It's this is older technology, right? We we agree on that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely an yeah. older model. It's two years old. Which in the light industry is like, but it's badass. The light light industry that, that's like two lifetimes ago. <laughs> but this is still a fantastic light. We oh sell a so, fuck ton yeah, of them. A ton of them every week. And uh, it just it just goes to show you like you know, some stuff these guys come out with is like almost timeless. And this this light's pretty timeless, guys. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not a big. Let me tell you something. I don't know if you ever heard me. I'm kind of vocal on what I don't like, but I don't like fucking stream light, guys. I'm not a big fucking fan. I don't. I, I you know just what? don't. I don't like them. The... Don't like them. Don't like yeah. them. Don't like stream light. I don't like fucking Lang neither. That's uh -oh. gonna be another podcast. I'll, I'll tell you, I like them both. Lang? Yeah. Well, I like the. I don't. I don't use. I don't use the tools, but I like the sales guys. I don't like them. Jason's a friend, but I don't like them. Hey, <laughs> I don't like them. Yeah, you know, there you go. <laughs> but Streamlight's got got great products. Their their stuff's good. It's it's a little expensive. Streamlight but, is is huge. You know we've got Easy Red also has the global licensing agreement for mm. Cat, mm. which means we're the only company in the world that can sell a light. We're gonna do a big, we're gonna do a big push on it. And you know Nick, we we can sell. We're the only company in the world that can sell a light that says Cat on it. When I say Cat, I mean Caterpillar. Yeah, fucking Cat. Mm. And. uh my truck guys love that. You know, but Nick, there's, you know, let's say, and I'm guessing we've got 35 cat products. Three of them are for our market. A lot of them are for, you know, retail stores, box stores, mm -hmm. which we do sell. We, we have some in Costco, it, Home Depot. A lot of times it's a different but you know what? Though, right or wrong. It's different. Yeah. Totally different. That's why we've got four or five items that are perfect for the professional automotive guys. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you, you mentioned Streamlight. Their Stinger. I mean, it's a great. It is a great flashlight. It's probably the most. It is definitely the most popular flashlight in our market. But if you don't want to spend two hundred dollars, and get something that's brighter, and focuses and is rechargeable, um, talk to Nick and get the new uh, the yep. new cat lights. We're they're do, they're, we're they're, they're really nice. We're gonna do a big push on 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 cat lights and on the page. I mean, we we've done it. In the like past. I said, Nick, there's five of them. I don't want to sell. We don't want to sell your customers something that isn't gonna last. So there's five lights. Yeah, I mean, but you know, you gotta remember, you know, you know, not only are, when it comes to the page, we have a you know a, a big reach. You now we're not just reaching to the professional mechanic. You know, we I have one guy he's a, he's a fucking doctor and he buys lights all the time from us. Really? Know? A doctor? Yeah. Is yeah, he a gynecologist? Is, I don't want to say his name, but yeah, we have, we have one guy who's a doctor on the page. Our page has a pretty big reach, I and mean, we, we deal with a lot of people besides mechanics. Like well, we always discuss it, the farmers. It's fun to follow. It's fun, right? Again, if 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 anybody listening to this podcast doesn't follow the page on Facebook, 
even if you don't buy tools, or even if you're going to buy from somebody else, follow the page. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to have, have some friends fun. of mine that are just like, oh, Dude. like, I want to see like what you do. And like, they love it. What is Nick? That's hilarious. What is Nick going to do next? We need to bring back Bitch Stop Bullshit. I'm calling him out. Call bitch Brian Stop out. Bullshit. Brian. Well, it, it's funny. I'll tell you a funny you're the story. Next podcast guest, Brian. VC, who works for us, we love her. VC, is your mother a fan of the page? Oh, she's on it all the time. <laughs> your mom? I'll leave in the mornings before we do, like, um... Uh, Shout out to Joanne Cunningham. Yeah, before we do the dollar days. And she's like, shout me out. Shout me out. Joanne, you're the best. Yeah, we love jo- Joanne. Jo- Joanne is a rock star. She's nuts. That's Let me awesome. tell you something. Joanne is nuts. Love her, though. Love her to death. But, um... All right. Uh, I, uh, well, I have a tool rant from SP Tools. Should I do it? Because I'll fucking, fucking do it. Send it. There's a paper over there. SP. I put it over there. SP Tools. It's funny. I'm going to read it. A tool rant? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, our new segment, I'm going to have tool rants and badass of, of the day. And badass of the day, we were going to do, do badass of the day first. We were going to do, well, I wasn't, well, listen, I wasn't, I wasn't talking about our stay mates. Yeah, I see but, that. But, but you know what, though? I, I feel as though our badass of the day would be Luke's grandfather at this point. Yeah. World War II vet. Yeah. Bat World War Two vet. And bro, he, he, yeah, he, we already covered that. And yeah, I so mean, we covered it. But I'm he, not gonna brag about my grandfather, but I'm gonna. Do it. He, he had an electric car in 1986. I seen it. He still owns it, right or wrong? Yeah. I seen it. I mean, I it, it. all they are is fucking golf carts. But he had an electric car in 1986. Well, my and theory... and he was really, you know, he was really into energy and he was ahead of his time. Well, he... well my theory with World War Two vets, I'm a, I have a soft spot, soft spot in my heart for World War Two vets because. Uh-huh. They were pulled away from their families, willingly or not willingly, and went to war. And, and they, and you know, these were all kids. Luke's granddad was a little older, which is amazing. But these were kids. Hey, he's thirty years old. He was still a fucking kid. He was pulled away from his family and roots and, and shipped off across the world. And this is before people were even traveling. In the forties, oh, people yeah. weren't traveling. So they uprooted this guy from Deposit, New York, which is a, 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 a middle of nowhere. Yeah. And they and they landed him in, in 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 Italy, and he, whatever he did, he decrypted messages, he, whatever he did, he did it, and he did it for his country and his pride, and he, you know, after the war, he went back to his hometown, and he could have done anything, and what did he do? He started a legacy, a legacy that covered that that is is going, you know, Luke's father. Luke's grandfather had a legacy. His father, now Luke Tucker is. And his kids maybe one day will carry it on. You know? So I have three of them. He's got three kids. Three kids. Three kids, a wife, and two dogs. Nick. Yeah, you do. Whew. And I met them all. I haven't met the second dog yet. No, he's dog. Maddie. She's new, man. She's I a little silver lab. It's a pain in the ass. Well, hey, they're she's puppies. So check it out, guys. So we covered the badass. The badass, the badass of the day is going to be Luke's granddad. Thank you. Yeah, much Walter, respect. Walter. Walter, Walter Tucker. Funny story about how he was. I, 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 let me say one thing. It's funny because when he, when he visited the Easy Red, you know, factory or building, whatever you want to call it, yeah. and it's funny because you guys did a big expansion too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you did. Because the first time I went and met you guys, it was, it was awesome, and the second time I was like, was this, awesome. this, "This wasn't here last time." Yeah. You're like, "Nah, man, we just fucking blew this fucking wall out." Obviously, well, baby, we grew, <laughs> we grew that shit. Yeah, you did. And uh, they did a they did a really nice, uh, you know, I I, I call it a, a creative area, you know, and they did a nice job. So, yeah, so we have a shrine there for my grandfather, though, yeah, man. Did. Like everybody, and you know, my father is—he—he's a great—he's um, a great boss, because he's still—he's still active. He takes a lot of vacations right now. He's in St. John, but he should be. 
you know, he's very generous, and sometimes I'm want, I think he's a little too generous, but, you know, we match, a, we match a good portion of the 401k for our employees. We've got employees, Mike Zant, who has, he's worked, he worked for my grandfather when he was a kid. Shout out to Mike. You know Mike. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike's been there for 31 years. Really? I mean, there's people that have. How many employees do you have? Uh, 32. That's a lot. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. decent mm-hmm. for a little small town. It's funny, the first time I met Luke's dad, you know, like, he was kind of like, nah, not standoffish, but like, you know, like, uh, you know, I guess professional. How's yeah. that? And, you know, it was cool. I mean, like, I get it. You know, he, who's this fucking loudmouth from New Jersey coming in here? You know, but like the second time I met him, after I guess, you know, he got a feel of what we do. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Good to see you. Mm-hmm. Can't we have a good time up here? You know, blah, blah. He was he was super nice. Not that I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about him, but the first time he was probably like, who the fuck's this guy? Right. And the second time he got a little more feel of what we do. He was like super, super nice, and like I said, Luke. Luke is my family. A trip every year up to up to, you know. Well, you know what, Nick? I've known trip. you for a while. Geographically, we're we're close. Oh, we're you close. know, I buy I buy stuff from my shop for from you. Yeah, you know, is. and uh, even hand soap. Even <laughs> hand soap. <laughs> Shout out to Gricko. Gricko, yeah, baby. Yeah, we still have some of that too. Good um, shit. Good more of that. Yeah, too. we buy a lot of Milwaukee stuff from you for because we do a lot of, you know. We do order a lot of products from China. We have a we have a factory. Well, we have a we have a business in Taiwan, mm-hmm. and we have some factories in in China. But mm. a you lot a, a lot of the stuff we do, Nick. So, we'll get to sum it up. We get housings and components, mm-hmm. and we assemble everything with our thirty two employees. We, we put it together, test it, well, you, check you it out. Nice setup up there. You really, it's do. nice. Yeah, it's it flows really, good. It's really, dude. Clean, you know what it is, man. And we got great people that work there, man. Like. It, and it's funny because like when I was at, at when I was at CMO, I was hanging out with these guys, and they have a and I didn't even fucking know it. You have a spot in in, in uh, Brussels. Brussels, yeah. Brussels. We, we, we have a distribution center in Europe, which is yeah. awesome. And I'm going to Brussels in June. You got to meet. And, yeah, and I'm gonna, gonna get a tour. Yeah, I'm gonna get a tour. I'm gonna give you guys a live Absolutely. tour of fucking Easy Red Brussels. Mm-hmm. So listen. So I, I want to do. I'm gonna start a new segment. It's called Tool Rants of the shit that I go through. Don't you already have that the Madman fucking thing? <sighs> Rants of a madman. Well, I think he needs like he needs a couple outlets to get all. But this like, stuff. I, I just want to. I just. You need therapy. I need. <laughs> I need therapy. But I just sent and I and this company called SP Ear. And they make all the tools for Mac, Mac and shit like that. Out of Japan. Out of Japan, yeah. proudly out of Japan. They sell the flathead ratchet, and I love their products. But I recently sent three ratchets, and I got them back already. That was one week. Yeah. That's fast. Okay. But I, I sent off three three tools, and like two of the ratchets, the lever, the direction lever broke, which is you know it shit happens. And the other one, I swear to God, I sold it to the guy one week, gave it back to me next week, and said, Nick, this never worked. Let me tell you the comments they gave me on these tools. Are you ready? Okay. The first flathead had the broken lever on it. Okay? The same as the other one. And in red writing, they wrote to me, tool over-torqued while loosening faster. That's fucking bullshit. Okay? How does a lever break from over-fastening? Okay? Now here's the other one. Same problem. The lever came off. Same same problem. And in red writing it says damaged directional lever and it says water. What an apostrophe. Take care of your shit. How the fuck does one lever break? They both did the same thing. One broke from water, one broke from over torquing. So that's bullshit. Call them out on that. And then this other ratchet that literally the guy had for one week said it never worked. This is what they wrote. Ready? Contaminated with glue like substance. Veins glued in rotor. Swollen O ring on throttle valve. Same stuff, same substance adhered to throttle valve. Bro, are you fucking nuts? Are they serious? They're fucking nuts. I'm calling, 
I'm calling bullshit on SP Ear Tools. Bro, don't dick me around. Fix my tools. Make good tools. That's all. They sent them back, but I, I just want to get it off my fucking chest. <laughs> Nick, you know, man, like, they make good stuff. But, they do. And, 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 and most of us all, we all make good stuff, man. Even my competitors. But when you deal, when you got professional technicians working every day, mm-hmm. trying to get shit done, getting to the next vehicle, move, they're, they're going fast. They're, they're setting things down, throwing things. Shit's going to break. You've got to take care of your customer. I, you I have do. to. You got to be a little lenient. Now you you got to put your foot down sometimes, mm-hmm. because there is sometimes. I mean, we've got a wall of sh- a wall of fame. We call it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever saw, it, but it's it's got lighting and it's it. got our hand tools. It's got some stuff that's just. I mean, guys, we've got we've got one of the extendable ratchets that you can see where they just. I mean, they put they put lead pipes. On. I mean, they were beating the shit. They bent it, and it's it's physically impossible to bend it if you're a human being. But you know what? You there's certain times you just got to take care of people. But you got to there's a limit. Well, I mean, like and the thing with like what I one of the biggest things I've seen in an industry in the last couple years is like back in the day everybody would warranty everything. Now when things get a little tighter and the market changes, they're you know they're a little more apprehensive. Like, hey guys, did you see what the guy did to this? You know, and I and I get it. Everybody has to watch the bottom line. You know what though, Nick? You know what's fucking crazy? Our part. We were talking about Belgium. So we got a guy in Europe, um, Rudy, great guy. He's our partner, um, and we've got a wrench set that we sell. It's a really extra long wrench set. W um, part number something. I might have we drank too much. Or no? Yeah, WRM wrench set. So extra long wrenches, and uh, we get about a eleven percent warranty on them in two thousand eighteen. It's uh, it's a lot. It's enough, but the thing is. It's a, you know, your 14 millimeter wrench is yeah. fucking 12 inches long. It's big. So you got a lot of leverage on that bolt and you're, you're breaking shit. So you get a lot of warranties, but it's a, it's, it's handy. It comes in handy. You got to get an alternator bolt or you got to get something yeah, hard to no, reach. No, let me tell you something. My, let me finish my story real quick. Rudy in Europe, the shop owners buy all the products. European tools is a whole I said mindset. I said Rudy what's your warranty rate on those fucking zero mm-hmm. none nothing and it's and I don't know if it's a peace of mind or whatever the shop owner buys it you take a little better care of it I guess I don't know well, yeah, I you can't know, imagine I, going into work, like you know I, breaking that tool and bringing it back to the shop owner and be like you fucking broke my right. tool <laughs> hey, but you know what though it's like I understand mindset. it cuz you got to get you got to get shit done you got to go to the next job you got you got to break. It breaks. It breaks. It's lifetime warranty. You're going to get a new one. And that's what it is. And, and and getting into hand tools, we knew that going into it. And it's tough, man. Hand tool business is tough. It is tough. It is tough. Because you, you, you put a lifetime warranty these, on something, these Nick. These ratchets. I'm just pointing the ratchets on my shelf. For the, the, MR42 XLC, baby. Them, they're good, man. We sell a lot they're of them. They're Taiwan, and they're yeah. good. They're, they're very good. And, you know, 72 teeth. We don't break a lot of them. Trust me. We sell a lot of them. I don't think I've ever seen one of those back. Yeah, no, we sell a lot of them on the truck. We have head, head we get some back case. for sure, but not like a lot. Like for, for us, though. Mm-hmm. But like the European mindset is totally different than, than the American mindset yeah, when it comes to tools. Just... You know, they, they it's, it's different. But what I was going to say is, you know that the flex headset you're talking about? Yeah. The, the, I, I honestly think... NR5M you, is what you, I'm talking yes, about. Yes. You should put a set of pins in the package. You know what I'm talking about? 
I know what you're talking about. The flex head pins. Actually, we went away from pins and we went to a little S2 bolt. Okay. So it's easier to replace instead of popping out a pin with like a punch. Because the the, the mechanism or wrench never breaks. It's we actually do have a replacement does. kit for that. It's a head with a with a bolt in it. Well, at, in. but as a tool dealer, the warehouses don't Family stock hands. it. They don't stock it because warehouse the warehouses suck, bro. That's the bottom line. The warehouses Come are all on. the devil. The I can say it. Great. I know they're not. They, I hate them. You can love them. But I hate I them. I love them. I don't. I don't like any of them. Let me tell you something. I sold yeah, a lot of your boy Mike and Howard. They're good folks. I sold a lot of tools last year. <laughs> He's not saying shit. <laughs> I sold a lot of tools last year, more than, more than, more than you can. Let, let's make it a. Let, I'll say it more than any mobile tool dealer in this country. Uh, I think Luke said it. I'll agree. I'm guessing. It, well, yeah, I, I told you my numbers before, so you know. Well, I don't know the next guys, but I'm saying. So we sold a lot of tools last year, and it's so funny I'm not because, here because I like you. But it's so it's so funny. It the, the tool industry is, you know, like they don't give a fuck if you sold a million dollars or fifty dollars. They, they, there's no respect in the tool industry from these warehouses to guys like me. I fight for every deal I get. Trust me when I tell you. you we, it is. I mean, I wake well, up. That, and, that's what I'm saying. Like a full time job is just getting the deals you get because you got to work for them. You don't just mm -hmm. get them. Yeah. You every, work for them. And every deal I post on a page. You work for it. I work. I fight for it. I. I. You have no idea what and I you go know through. What? You'll take it sometimes. You think something's gonna go. You buy a bunch of them well, and, and they sit here. I've taken it in the ass a few times. Look, I don't. It's not proud, but you know. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. Like these guys, the whole page. Like, I need this. I need this. I need this. And they, this pops up, and I'll f buy a fuck ton of them, and they sit on the shelf yep. for six months until I sell them for less than cost. Hoodhawk. Well, I don't know. I've seen worse. I've seen worse. I've, oh, no, I've seen worse than no, Hoodhawk. I have too, but and you know what? You know what bothers me about that is it's such a great item, mm -hmm. and I still think we're gonna sell. Them. I think we're gonna sell a bunch after this podcast. To be honest with you, I'm gonna XLH, yeah, we'll get, uh, we'll try to we'll try to post some on here. We'll try to get we'll try to get something right, we'll going. Get a good price. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap this up, and uh, I just want to say a couple of real quick things. This is Tool Truck Talk with me, Nick Morell, the authority on tools and everything tool related. And like we always say, we're just talking tools. But guys, listen, this is an interactive podcast. You need to download our app, JDT Co. Available on iTunes, available on Android, available on everything. And, I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, you already downloaded it. You already have that. So this is interactive. Get on my tool page. It's Snap-on, Mac, Maco, Buy, Sell, Trade, Tools for Mechanics, for mechanics mm -hmm. on Facebook. Get on that. Even if you don't buy or sell tools, get yeah, on Yeah, it's, it's fun just to watch it, man. We do a lot of crazy, stupid Fucking shit. I pull my pants down almost every day on a truck and just fucking go nuts. Yeah. Trust me, that's funny. Yeah, it's funny. So, uh, yeah, so that's it, guys. I, that's all I got for you. It's uh, Friday. We're drinking. We're going snowmobiling. Thanks for having we have me. Matt's, oh, yeah. hang on. Dude, it, it, it's, a, it's a pleasure. Good it's my honor. Out. Thank awesome. you so much. Shout out to Easy Red. Shout out to Bobby C. Shout out to your dad. Shout out to your grandfather. Shout out to the Alchemist, man. Shout yeah, out to the Alchemist. Thanks for the sponsors, the beer. And that's it, guys. That's all I got for you. Love yous. There we go. Like I always say, come for the price, stay for the show. Later. See ya. Peace. 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 Bitch, stop bullshitting. <laughs>